Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with you and Angie him the podcast where we talk about life death and everything in between <laughs> Yeah so welcome guys um today's episode is going to be another tech wednesday uh kind of an episode we just wanted to catch up on our knowledge in tech i mean we felt like we haven't spoken about it in a while and there were a few things that happened recently i mean uh, mkbhd refers to the month of september as tech timber and mm-hmm. so many phones have been coming out the news about the new ps5 the xbox series x so we felt like we wanted to just discuss a few of those things and uh, there've been a bunch of things also that i've been exploring in the chambers of um, te- telecommunications and stuff like that that you know will be fun to like share with you guys and we thought you know like if you want to try something new on your android or ios like hopefully this episode will have a bunch of tips and tricks i guess <laughs> yeah tips and tricks tips i mean yeah tips. there's a few th- i wanted to like shamelessly plug the new launcher that i was using and also a few other apps that i've been playing around with so that's kind of why i went to tips and tricks <laughs> i see i see i see yeah okay so well, what's your um, first tip slash trick yeah so So without like further ado we'll just kick off this episode. Um the first thing is G have you heard of this thing called PAI? Pi uh I've heard of PI pi I've heard of PIE pi I've heard of uh, No I have not heard of PAI pi no. <laughs> yeah so um I was watching the Apple Series 6 watch launch and they spoke about this thing right PAI and I was like I've heard about this before I've definitely heard about this before but they made it seem like it's such a cool new Apple Watch feature. and it that's when it clicked of where i've heard it before it's actually uh, a feature found in the Xiaomi Mi Band 5 and mm-hmm. uh, the Amaze Fit series which are really budgeted like fitness bands right and pai stands for personal activity intelligence so what it is in a nutshell is you know how doctors tell you like walk 10000 steps a day to keep yourself healthy and all of that i have never like, have, seen a doctor you, that has said that before but God. No, but are you not familiar with the term that you should walk 10,000 steps a day and all that? No, I really am not. Oh, okay, okay. So, but like it's a thing. I mean, I suppose it's a thing for me. Like um so they proved that that um that that fact is very old and outdated. So PAI comes in as an innovation to um a way to monitor yourself to keep yourself healthy. So PAI has a scoring system. um where you need to score a score above 100 at the end of the week in order to maintain a healthy cardiovascular system and overall like extend your long longevity so there are a lot of research papers on it and um pretty much what it does is it syncs with your band or slash apple watch or even fitbit or whatever you use and it takes the data and analyzes it so it takes your heart rate and how it's different from just counting steps is that it measures the intensity of your work of whatever you're doing let's say for you you are really taxing your heart by doing chores around the house or you're really taxing your heart when you you don't go for a brisk walk rather than gen just counting steps or you walking up and down the stairs they actually measure the intensity of each task that you're doing and assign certain points based on those tasks so uh, more intensive tasks earn you more points less intensive tasks earn you less points but essentially you need to attain 100 points in order to maintain a healthy uh, overall healthy lifestyle so that was interesting i recently got on it and i synced my fitbit with the with the pi system and as an alternative there's also the google health app 
available both on iOS and Android that allows you to measure. But in Google Health, you've got to earn 150 hard points. Essentially both the same thing. Um, but PAI is the one that is a bit more backed up with research. Health, Google Health just ripped off what PAI stands for with a different measuring system and all that. But yeah, that was the first thing I thought was pretty cool. Um, that most people like it because it, a band like the Mi Band is like a hundred bucks and from there being able to just measure like how and keep track of your health sleep stress and all of that seems like a pretty good start like a beginner level um, to start monitoring your overall well-being you know hmm. interesting Interesting that suddenly all devices are taking a, a, a going toward the direction of like a health consciousness and blah blah blah. Like the the new Apple Watch uh, Six has the yeah. ability to check your blood oxygen levels, and I thought yeah. that was pretty fucking insane. <laughs> I know it is, but it's weird, right? That they talk about this, but Google, uh, Samsung's Galaxy Watch Three did it last year. And Huawei's Fit also has um, SpO2 tracking, but they didn't like you know you know automatically like how when Apple introduces a feature the world loses their minds, but when Huawei or Samsung does it, everybody's like eh, it's a gimmick. Don't <laughs> get me started, la. All these <laughs> Apple users on Twitter be like, ooh widgets, ooh widgets, ooh picture in picture, video in video. Oh, that's so cool! I have an app drawer. Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> it's been years. Step out of your shell. Step out of out of your coconut for like a second. Like it's <laughs> been there for a long time. Just because you finally get to use it on your Apple does not make you a fucking scientist. Like I'm yeah, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I see how triggered you are about this. I'm sorry. Oh my god! To all you iOS listeners out there, please do not stop this episode. <laughs> Latest on Apple Podcasts, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me wrong, okay? Apple has its perks. Apple has a lot of its perks. It has great, an amazing user experience. And I used to be an iPhone user. And I like I like being on the receiving end of, an, of, of using an iPhone. Except that it doesn't give me the features that I'm paying for. And there's always yeah. certain limitations in, in the sense that I can't use third-party apps. I can't use... Um, if I want to, if I want to export files, I can only export them in a in a certain way, and they give you this exclusivity that from Apple to Apple is it's going to be is going to be smoother or and and whatnot, and yeah. that's a pattern that I see that's being emulated la uh, like throughout all the other uh, flagships as well. Even Huawei has Huawei Share now. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but some does Samsung have a Samsung Direct. Uh, file sharing system. I mean yeah their new partnership with Microsoft allows them to do certain things la, like transferring apps uh, and files from the computer to this one and all but I don't think they have a priority oh they have nearby share I think nearby share is an Android feature it's right. a new thing okay. it's it's the their take on uh, what is it airdrop yeah airdrop yeah. but something that I noticed that has become a, a trend recently is to run custom launchers on your phones. Like I've been playing around with it. I, I think I started using a Sova launcher on my on my Android, and I've I been think it's called Nova. A, oh, Nova is it is actually called Nova. Sova? 
Yeah, Nova. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Sova is the name of a, of a of a Valorant character. My bad. Um, yeah, so I've been just scrolling through Instagram and I've been seeing this custom layouts and themes and icons for your Android, yeah. and it just takes customizability to a whole other level, you know. And you, and you were just telling me about uh, about um, your launcher that you just uh, started using. Yeah. So by all means, please. Uh, So yeah, like Nova Launcher. I'm glad you brought up Nova Launcher. Nova Launcher is like known to be the most versatile launcher there is. It's like the favorites of many many people. Like even most YouTubers, they like oh my go to once I get a phone is immediately download Nova Launcher and that's how I use my phone. Especially when it's like MIUI or some other like Realme uh, UI that's just pretty much a shit show. Um, so he did not launcher. start to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um but here's the thing, right? Um I recently like even you know this I recently got rid of like my social media and everything and I wanted to live like a like a, a life where I wasn't so addicted to my smartphone because I let me it I'm hooked on it. And uh, there was this launcher that kept going around like when I was researching on what I could use to make my phone easier to like less addictive. And it's this company called Block B L L O C. and they have a launcher called ratio and it's an invitation only launcher because they are very small company and they're still testing out a lot of things so a lot of things are still in beta but uh, recently i got an email allowing me to get on the app uh, get on the launcher and it's actually changed the way i use my phone so i no longer like they make it diffi- they categorize your apps and it's just a list So in, in in what it mainly does is that when you long hold it it already tells you right at the side of the phone it tells you how many minutes you've already used this app. So it just makes you slightly conscious like US putting caloric values on McDonald on fast food meals just to make you think a bit twice like oh shit should I really order this. So sometimes when I see that I've already been on YouTube for like an hour I I think twice like, okay maybe maybe not is it really that urgent for me to see the new trailer or something like I'll just check it out later. So things like that that makes me think twice. and also the how it syncs with the computer and all of that like it was it was really really cool i think you should check it out if you are a minimalist uh, there are no wallpapers there's no google assistant and all that it's pretty much going back to keypad phone vibes where all you can do is um, your main apps and you can even make instagram reddit and all of that black and white so that you're less addicted to the like you know the color stimulation and all of that so you you don't you don't stay on the app as long you know but yeah that i think i like i like the fact that they are launches that's one of my most favorite things about android it's just being able to make it yours like i run a samsung phone but now even the notification shade i use is a stock android one and i just like being able to do that like i could never live long enough with an with an apple device one of course i couldn't afford it because of its prices and two it's like i wouldn't even enjoy it you know like <laughs> it's you know what you know we we spoke about on the social media episode where yeah. we talked about learning to take control to yeah. be to be able to know um like like you mentioned right when you go to a restaurant uh, when you go to a to a mcd in a, in in north america or, or or in the us or anywhere else you get to see the number of calories and uh, that that way you you get more control you know how much you're putting into your body similarly you get to do that with your android you get, you you know how much time you spent on this app today and you get to make an informed decision as to whether or not you want to continue using the app 
and now yeah. with even more customizability you can do much more than that you can decide whether or not you want colors on your app you can decide whether or not you want to combine all your social media apps into one tree and just yeah. use it as uh, as a as a as a single component you know yeah. there's so many things that you can do to take control things that you wouldn't be able to do if you were using an iphone Yeah I mean and that's that's my favorite thing like that's my take on it and that that's the reason why I think I'll continue being an android as a whole just being able to fully take control of it and like not letting my phone rule me sort of a thing cuz I genuinely at one point you know waking up in the morning in the afternoon like I I'm, I'm I'm a fanatic of tech already so pretty much what I binge watch on YouTube is more videos on smartphones and features and everything anyway So which leads us to our next our next segment which is the new phones that are out like Tech Timber uh the Pixel 4a is out the Poco X3 is out um the Reven just says 7. that casually like he like he doesn't already have the Poco X3 NFC <laughs> Yes yes it's You want to you want to tell our listeners the story of how the phone just appeared into your life Oh my like god the, yeah the ever so exciting uh, story. this is a very funny story uh the phone was launching that day that night and i was going to get it for upper because upper needed a new phone and i was like okay i'm just going to buy this for upper so i waited for the phone to launch got it and everything and the next day they immediately when i got it i got an email with them telling that there's a live stream going on that night and i was like you know what that's pretty cool like like i'm like i'll probably check it out now the problem is i didn't check it out I didn't check it out till it was like 9 p.m. and I opened Shopee to look for something and I randomly clicked the button and I entered the live stream and I got caught in between and they were like oh we're going to be starting the lucky draw now and this that you know and I was like what lucky draw and then they like I I had to grasp randomly you know because I wasn't there in the start it was like you got to randomly send this hashtag I was like you know screw it I'll just do it so I sent it like twice and then the guy scrolls through scrolls through scrolls through and randomly stops at my name and says like, oh my god you just won and i was like what the hell so then <laughs> this is i pretty much used up my luck for the rest of the year with that oh <laughs> 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 well, lucky draw it's pretty damn time amazing how you i think you you were just talking to me about the phone you were yeah. you were quite interested with the with the features i think about a day or two days ago exactly i was just telling you and i had to like call you that night and i was like oh my god you won't believe what just happened to me um because it is really i think it's genuinely one of the best phones out there in terms of just features compared to price points like let's really talk about it here 120 hz display hdr 10 like support uh, uh snapdragon 700 series if you're not a gamer that's a chip more powerful to do any other thing like like un- if unless you're not a serious gamer and then you have 6 gigs of ram you have adreno 620 i think um what else is that a 5000 milliamp battery with 33 5, watt fast charging 5120 if i'm not mistaken yeah sorry 5120 milliamp yeah yeah, yeah 5160 milliamp battery and, and let's not the forget the cooling system Yeah, the phone has liquid cooling system and it start and the phone is priced at 8 7800 bucks. Yeah. Like 800 ringgit. Like I really think it's 799 for the NFC version if I'm not wrong. 
Yeah, Samsung flagships, some of them run at 90 hertz displays. Like, let's really talk, like, like consider the factors here. Some actual powerful, and it has a headphone jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just impressed, you know, because price doesn't match product. And seeing how some, like, the Samsung series are now starting at, like, what, 5,000? 4,000 yeah. now? Yeah. You know, like, mad prices for something so fragile. Something that if you drop once from your pocket, it's probably going to crack the screen. Uh-huh. You know, let's, like let's let's talk about how how hard Apple was struggling to put 120 hertz on their on their on their iPhone 12s that are supposed to come out next month. They were yeah. struggling so hard with their Pro Motion 120 hertz software that they had to actually remove it and uh, on launch. And now the iPhone is just gonna run 90 hertz at a price what? point of God knows how know much. Yeah, it's going to be 90 hertz on launch. And apparently the hardware oh, will be capable of 120 hertz. But yeah. it may come at a, at an update, which I think will be completely useless because the battery is at 2,100 something milliampere's uh, oh my God. capacity. It's like half of what I have right now. I'm using a yeah. Huawei and it's like a 4,000 something milliampere. Uh, battery capacity I'm not going to be able to get used to charging my phone no matter how good the A14 Bionic whatever chip is yeah <laughs> oh my god that's insane I actually haven't kept up with the iPhone 12 specs and all I mean you know me we G and I have a tradition where we'd actually stay up and watch um, the phone launches even regardless when even when he was in the great white north and all of that like we would sit and call each other at 4 a.m sometimes for me and randomly in between classes just to catch all of this and it's weird like it's really weird that they actually downclock the display and all of that just for the sake of trying to be competitive i i don't know lah. i another thing that i actually disagree with right when it comes to the apple watch that's out is you know how they pride themselves so much on the health features especially like the um fall detection and being able to call emergency services and all i think universally they should agree that those are features that are important for anybody you know that they should prioritize the fact of how important the like because you have to admit it, it's an absolutely important feature and if and if it had android support like if the apple watch actually had android support it was it's something i actually wouldn't mind considering for appa and amma so because you know when they are alone and all you never know what could happen and just being able to have that assurance that you know there's always something to be there for them in case something goes wrong it's like it it sucks because there's no there's there's not an android alternative for it uh that's just as powerful as the apple watch and apple just makes it such a um what is that com uh not priority what's the word uh that that's solely they tie down in that industry proprietary proprietary yeah. proprietary sorry yeah <laughs> yeah you um, have to have an like, iphone for you to have an an apple watch to use an apple watch exactly which is very annoying because it's just not fair when you don't you don't prioritize what its purpose is you're making money out of the needs of um human safety which i don't think it's fair you know <laughs> uh, it's 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 very hard for me to comment on that i i generally liked the 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 apple watch 6 sis 
features i think yeah. i thought they were pretty cool i thought the yeah. new straps and all were, were were quite cool and i've always thought that you know the 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 feature to be able to emergency dial like 999 or 911 is also yeah. pretty cool but i do agree with you that it should be uh, it should be a universal thing not in the sense that apple should allow android onto their devices but on, in the sense that android should have th- that feature on their watches uh, like samsung should have that feature on 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 their watches yeah because you can't blame apple for not wanting android support on their watches that's just their game that's their brand that you buy one apple product you buy the whole ecosystem you don't need yeah. to use any other product from any other brand fair enough lah i think yeah i suppose it makes sense but it's just one of those things that you know it's a like ah damn i wish there was an apple watch app on the play store that i could just run to control my the apple watch and all of that but interesting uh, another thing that they are not doing the launch is that their new pricing for the apple subscriptions so they call it what apple one so it ties up apple music apple tv a uh, bunch of other things that they have um I I can't remember all of them but yeah they're tying up all of that for one very attractive price point and even their family plans and all of that and that's taken a toll on Spotify's um, on Spotify's mm. stock like their their stock dropped immediately and I just realized right because Spotify is not a tech it's not a giant they are one company and they only have one business it's not like uh, Google Podcasts and YouTube and or Apple Music they're not industry giants So it's one small company competing with these giants you know like YouTube music is is huge Apple music is it's it's also extremely huge and you know like I even I've gone to listening YouTube music and Google podcasts and I've left um the like Spotify like I I mean I'm I'm planning on leaving Spotify so I was just considering the fact that you know like if how are they going to keep up with this and i read a, a person in the comments saying spotify should tie up with netflix to come up with the one subscription fee and i was like that would be pretty cool you know like <laughs> that would be some netflix won't do that yeah netflix is already thinking of upping their prices i don't think they're going to match with but it makes sense then for them to want to they could up their prices and then like tie up with uh, spotify or something yeah like netflix could What? buy spotify and then <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is a is a is a pretty big company on its own. They could start Netflix music on their own. They don't need Spotify. I know. They really could. They were once like the our our CD rental shops. That's what they were and then they moved to streaming and now they are They them? actually started off as as companies where you you subscribe online and they deliver DVDs to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they started off as. It's pretty insane. Look at them now. Holy shit. Exactly. A fully online <laughs> platform. And you know what? I am I'm not hating all the content that I'm getting now in Malaysia. I'm getting a lot more content. I agree. I think there's there's this huge content like available especially recently in Malaysia. I feel like they're updating it quite recently. So every other week when I go I see new on new on Netflix and I'm like, "Wow. It's pretty cool." Like and now we also boundless because of our new VPN subscription. Uh, this video is not sponsored how i wish it was sponsored by surfshark but it's not but uh, that's now our <laughs> our vpn provider <laughs> <laughs> use code 11 o'clock to get 70% off <laughs> jk <laughs> jk oh man that'll 
that'll be quite a uh, quite interesting one day hopefully that that could happen yeah. to get some shark as our sponsor but uh what what do you think about uh, the whole new lineup of uh, of budget phones that are being released i feel like for, for example the 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 poco the poco yeah. x3 yeah. and uh, the mi 10 ultra yeah. they're all they're all pretty budget phones they're not flagship phones right like they are they are budget phones compared to how expensive flagship phones are yeah but they serve the purpose pretty well in the sense that they have they have all the hardware they have all the specs it's just that their software is running a little bit uh, behind compared to all these uh, or compared to iPhones and compared to Huawei and Samsung yeah but what what statement are they trying to make i feel like they're saying that hey even with this price we could give you a phone that's this powerful and you can do whatever you want to do with it it has the capability to 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 do to do anything you want it to do yeah and you have the it's android stock so you you can customize it exactly you see that's the thing that i really enjoy when it comes to especially recently i would say up to this up to this year like it it didn't really like there was a signif- there was a there was a clear difference between mid range budget phones and flagship phones there were features that solely were only fixed to 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 flagships and only one or two trickled down to the budget area and it's like oh we will give you this we'll give you that but even then it worked very super like take example for now i'm using the a70 it has a pretty solid camera and all that but it doesn't perform as well at the end because of software limitations and everything but when i look at the snapdragon 700 series and i look at the usability because most of our users like our parents and all of that they are not going to actually ever fully utilize the 800 series chip they are never going to put pressure on the 800 series chip like they carry a flagship but they never really use it for its purpose and now when you compare like the poco x3 and all that they serve a purpose that satisfy their needs like think about using a phone as an elderly person like i mean as an as an older person right it's going to be whatsapp it's going to be watching some youtube it's it's then it's it's pretty much just boiled down to that and the end of the day it's a communication device you know there's no real like they're not going to be playing pubg and cod anytime soon so then when i look at it that way for youtube having being able to stream like if they even is 120 hertz content or even if they binge watch netflix but being able to binge netflix at hdr 10 content which dual dual speakers and on really just met every niche that i considered 5000 hertz battery appa has to recharge his phone once every two days for how much he use it like that has met every criteria needed for a phone a 64 megapixel camera serves every purpose at a price that is 1/5 of what a flagship is you know when i think about it like that even us you know like even me i mean maybe you game but i don't game at all so i even i don't see the need for me to have a 800 series chip because even a 600 700 series chip which at half the price serves more than enough it does everything i need it to do so that's the reason that i really enjoy that that companies are actually focusing on this you know the apple uh, iphone se the pixel 4a these prices are what make sense for a phone like i even i don't see like i mean even you agree with this like it doesn't add up make sense to pay so much of money for a phone that you know that that is immediately going to be replaced by the next new thing now no longer even in a year every 6 months something new is already out like 
you can buy a flash chick 6 months from now you're outdated how do you want to keep yeah. up with that kind of a trend if you're going to be fucking out half like like 5000 <laughs> you know so i like that they're focusing on midrange i feel like i started seeing this very uh, very interesting trend that um all these large companies samsung apple huawei um what is it another large google yeah they started releasing a lot of phones because the competitions are increasing yeah like they they were they're starting to release some powerful phones like they wanted to be more powerful than than the next phone that they had no choice but to put a, a high like a like a large price yeah like 108 megapixel note 20 camera <laughs> yeah what the hell right yeah 150 times opt- Oh. I think optical zoom on the uh, although that was there that was a mean me 10 yeah. 100 times optical zoom on the Samsung yeah <laughs> Galaxy Note Galaxy Note 10 Ultra Note 20 Ultra I think Note 20 Ultra look at the name yeah look at the name <laughs> <laughs> my point is that like these flagship phones are becoming luxury phones you don't need them you yeah. get them when you want them you don't need them they just phones that you can buy if you have the money if you have the means and you want to enjoy the the little little perks you know like uh camera perks or uh, if you want to get a more expensive phone get an get an iPhone because their software their software is so great yeah or if you want a phone that just wants to say fuck you to all other phones get a freaking google phone yeah you know, like <laughs> exactly i like uh, yeah i I don't see a need for me for me to go after the next new phone. There there is no necessity as long as my phone is still functioning. I can get a phone at the moment this phone dies or if it just like if it just no longer serves the purpose that I need it for which is basic basic communication and because I work at a at a marketing uh, I work for a, I work I work at a marketing position yeah. i need to use social media for that reason but if if i don't if it if it does if it still serves me that purpose i don't see a need for a new phone so this is why i'm telling you this is this is why the bet that you and i have stands strong on my side that by the year 2025 smartphones will become obsolete <laughs> yeah We'll see how that goes. Like, I still disagree. I mean, it's 2021. We haven't even gotten to like folding phones are becoming a thing. They are trying to become a thing. They are overpricing them like god knows why. Yeah. <laughs> Only people with like extra money in their ass are buying those phones <laughs> and for no reason they're buying the phones for no reason for the only for the sole reason of flexing them that's all yeah i i, I can guarantee you la you fold your phone for one day the next day you'll be like why the fuck am i still folding this phone why the fuck is my phone square like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous nobody yeah. wants to use the z fold it's just a prop i mean yeah the 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 fold 2 or whatever i can never understand a square phone You can never utilize it for its for its purpose. What are you going to watch an Instagram video? Even that is vertical now. It's not square. Like <laughs> makes makes no sense unless unless you are really looking for an in between uh between a phone and a tablet ish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you and I have held it in the store and even then it didn't make sense. It was heavy, it's bulky, it's so fat. Like 
it's not there yet like this entity yeah <laughs> i think phones shouldn't become foldables they should just completely remove the whole foldable thing that that phase was over that, that it's done the game is done stick to wearables like get a phone that i can wrap around my wrist like that'll be pretty dope yeah. i don't want to see my phone fold in half like a fucking butterfly like <laughs> i want to see actual butterflies <laughs> Oh my god, yes. I'm sorry lah. This Go whole episode has been me just <laughs> going this episode is like explicit type stand like. Yeah. This episode is just triggering Jian's point all his points like. Yeah, because yeah. tech tech is disappointing me. The whole tech world is disappointing me. You know, you and I talked about this that we had some big aspirations. We we really wanted to see in what direction technology was going to go in, right? Yeah. And all they did was just like marketing campaigns they want to give you phones that that look great but yeah. are really great so they can they can charge a high price look at apple they use the excuse that they want to make the world a greener place so as to not include a fucking power brick in their box yeah there's no charges the iphone don't come with charges yeah maybe you get to reduce the the your your carbon your footprint. carbon footprint But here's the thing right it doesn't make sense because even if it means that oh you probably already have a charger that's not what I would want as a consumer I would want the charger that came with the phone to charge my phone and Correct. two the charger is essential to using the phone if I don't have a charger I cannot use the phone and I just paid like $5000 or whatever the price is for the phone and when it dies there's nothing in the box that can make it run I must go to the store and buy another charger if i need they're still selling the new chargers it's not like they're not <laughs> they're still selling them at a high price they just want to give you a bloody excuse to make more money yeah here's the thing if you talk about carbon footprint and all that the difference that you're making is not like they're not manufacturing those chargers they're manufacturing them instead of it going in the box it's going outside the box and if they talk yeah. about the packaging being thinner and less packaging to sell the charger they need to make packaging for the charger correct and you need to transport like their excuse was that oh with the smaller box for the iphone we need to use less trucks to transport that to transport the iphones and therefore there is a lesser carbon footprint which how are you transporting your fucking charges yeah like <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're pro- not producing any extra charges you are producing extra charges you are still transporting those charges it's just not going into the same paper bill so when you look at the numbers oh the numbers look great but practicality it doesn't even add up like <laughs> this this episode has just been me being pissed at apple there and there's there's a very clear reason why because i was looking forward to the iphone 12 okay i was actually considering switching back to apple from my huawei and yeah. i said this to you and you was very flabbergasted he was yeah. like why why do you want to go back to an iphone after using android that doesn't happen to anyone exactly <laughs> right <laughs> and i gave some some pretty good reasons at the time and at the time those reasons held true yeah now all of those conditions have have been changed they have not been met anymore iphone just decided to say fuck you to all of the people who were expecting some good specs out of the new iphone 12 now i just got to wait for the iphone 13 and then be disappointed next year <laughs> so <laughs> oh my god yeah la but that's the thing la smartphone world has a lot of things that should work on But moving away from smartphones for a second here, right? This is a question I wanted to ask you at the start of the episode. Okay, the Xbox Series X and the PS Five. Which one are you? Which one are you siding? Which one are you liking? 
you're going to hate me for this and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this but I don't really care for the PS5 nor do I care for the Xbox. Oh I'm looking god. at the RTX 3090. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> oh no. I forgot you're a PC gamer. Oh no. <laughs> Think about it lah. When the new PS comes out after this, you have to get the new PS. A lot of games from the PS4 won't be able to be played on the PS6 if it ever happens. Yeah. All I got to do is change my graphics card on my PC lah. <laughs> Yeah. I I I see your point. I see you. I see you in that. But I mean the thing is there are so many things that I mean I'm I'm a console gamer since I was a kid. Like I had the PS2, then I had the Xbox and now still the Xbox. But I the thing is when it came to the PS4, right? PS4 existed for so many years before the PS5 came out. And same went to the PS3. So the thing is that ideology of just being able to replace a graphics card although it makes sense on paper and like and all that in terms of practicality the device lasts for so many years that by then it it makes sense that a gaming PC from that year also is completely reboots itself because so many things change in terms of the hardware world and all right but things like um ray tracing and and being able to game at 4K and all of that those things uh I'll, i'll say right now a pure gimmicks you are not going to see the difference between 4k gaming and 1440 uh 1440p gaming because your display is just not big enough unless you're streaming on a damn 4k projector your eyes are not going to see the difference between 1440 and 4k and but the price difference between those 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 consoles though are like what 400 300 to go between um the, the 1441 and the pro right sorry from the from the normal console to the pro right yeah like, from the I, normal I console the to the pro and people just like seeing those numbers you know like they don't think about the practicality of it and that's why you know the Xbox series s or whatever it's called the, the budget version it allows 1440p gaming at 120 and 120 uh i want to say hertz But is that what it is? 120 frames per second. Is that the same thing? Frames per second and hertz are the same thing, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah. And as a gamer, would you agree that that is better than 4K 60? Being able to game at twice the frames? I think that really comes down to preference. I, I've played the PS4 on the 4K and I've played the PS4 at 1080p. Yeah. And the difference between the 4K and the 1080p, not the 1440, but the yeah. 1080p, is... crazy significant it's i like i'm just like i'm playing a different game it's not the same the the user experience is so different that when i had the chance to get the last of us 2 just because i knew that i wasn't going to that i was moving and i wasn't going to be able to play it on a 4k on a 4k display i didn't yeah. buy the game yet oh wow <laughs> that's, that's the, i'm being honest i'm being honest yeah, but no, here But you have been going on uh, defending defending this uh, defending the PlayStation series and saying that oh by the time the new PS comes out uh, the the game would have changed so much that I would have to have bought the new game. Macha, you realize you also have to pay for PS Plus, right? PS Plus, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I don't. I I don't subscribe to the PS Plus or the 
whatever yeah. the game so you play all the offline games and in order for you to play the online games you got to pay the ps the ps plus subscription yeah the playstation is the the, the iphone of the of the of the gaming <laughs> world and and you know it you hate it you hate to admit it but i'm right the thing is i cannot particularly take sides and actually stand up for for consoles as well because i'm so far from from the gaming world to you know really come come at you to like prove like to defend the game the console or anything it's just i i guess for me it's a preference because i've never had, i've never gamed on a keyboard like i see you play well on 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 the pc and all and i don't have those kind of reflexes to to click and all that no like seeing your yeah. keyboard just don't like like a hayman's keyboard that doesn't have w a s d like written on the keyboard because of how much they play games on you know like like things like that i to me I prefer the controller over the keyboard. I guess it's preference. Like yeah. You you grew up with that and yeah. I grew up with this. Exactly. But you realize you can use a controller on your PC, right? I don't know. It just never 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 all like connected. And you know that you can use keyboard on the PS4 right? or on the yeah. Xbox, yeah. Except I'm paying like probably three times three <laughs> three times the price, but yeah, sure. Go off. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I tried playing I tried playing you know what game on the Xbox with the with the PC with the keyboard and mouse and I was like how do you all do it on the damn computer <laughs> like it's so it's so unnatural to play FIFA on the bloody on the bloody uh, keyboard you know that's actually crazy that's how I feel about the controller I can't aim like I I can't aim for shit my 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 aiming accuracy like what they call that my aim sense is so bad on the controller yeah that because i've been used to using the mouse i can't play a first person shooter game without using the mouse and the keyboard it's so hard for me yeah it's it's weird. Just two and that's ago. how yeah and that's how we come to our points like it just doesn't make sense to me how you play pc games as it doesn't make sense to you of how i prefer console games <laughs> <laughs> oh my god ah. Ah, very, very, very interesting uh, tech conversation today. I think that uh, very uh, this this end this conclusion to our argument very beautifully wraps up the, yeah. the this tech episode, uh, tech September episode of Lambda yeah. Clock. Yeah, I mean it's only it's only fitting that we do a tech September episode on September. Uh, it, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, MKBHD, if you're listening to this, you better give us props and share our podcast on your Twitter. Yeah, we will be waiting. <laughs> Dear God, Macha <laughs> can tweet some nonsense, but cannot come and share our podcast. Come on, come on, come on, man, right? Yeah, come you, on, you share us, we share the waveform. You know, like it's a give and take. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you gotta. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> before Jian goes off again, um, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank guys, you for so listening much. to uh, us discuss tech and listening to me rant. For the past uh, 40 minutes, uh, yeah. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and we hope to catch you in the next episode. Yeah guys thank you so much till tomorrow cheers cheers